Hi, I'm Margaret Cho. You're listening to the Monsters of Talk. I'm here with my co-host. Hello, I am Jim Short. We had a wonderful time with our friend Michael Jorgensen from Wilco. And um, we had a great night at the Wiltern. And we played with this incredible, incredible band. Um, we played with Michael Jorgensen, um, uh, Mark Hart from Crowded House, um, Orfeo McCord from Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros, and Eric Paparazzi from um, Cat Powers Band. So we had a, a veritable indie rock supergroup. It was a, it was the it was a super supergroup. The and super it sounded group, so great. The supergroup of supergroups, and um, not only do we do we do, we do a killer job on on Fat Pussy, they did a killer job on Fat Pussy. We also tackled. Um, the incredible song Free Nelson Mandela to celebrate the life of Nelson Mandela who had died the day before. So it was a an incredible, incredible night of mm. rock and roll um, and also a great tribute uh, for uh, Nelson Mandela. And, and um, you know, it's funny because those guys are so... They're such great musicians that they were able to just fall into. It all just happens. You were like, "Let's do this," and they were like, "Yeah, okay, you're cool." And then just hearing the sound check was yeah, amazing, incredible. Just to hear all those songs, yeah, just come to life because you know I've heard you playing it with an acoustic guitar by yourself or with a couple of people, mm -hmm. and this full band treatment was just so amazing. It was so good. It was a superb group. <laughs> what it was a superb group. But it's what's great about it is um, for me as a singer to uh, have a band, I actually can um, free myself up to actually be a singer. Because if you're, if you're actually the band and the singer, it's a lot of work. And <laughs> you, mm -hmm. you, you sort mm -hmm. of cheat one without, without knowing it, you know? And um, so when you can really let go of playing and be the front man, it, it's, it's, it's quite a wild ride. So, but we had a great time talking to, to Michael. Um, you know, he is, um, the uh I, I don't know do you think he's the most gregarious wilco he's the most um yeah he's pretty chat well Je we've talked a lot to jeff but not not on uh, recorded yes uh, jeff's pretty jeff's got some good stories he's very jeff lovely will open up. michael's pretty he's he's a he's a well they've all been really chatty we but, love um, them so much i mean michael's, i love them all michael seems like that that well he's on the west coast he's like the west yeah. coast wilco yeah he's a bit younger Quite a, a, bit, quite, a quite, a, quite a lot younger than um, the other guys. Mm. Um, I don't know why he seems younger to me. I mean, he is young, he's but he's um, younger than me. He, he's young, he's younger than me, and he. Um, uh, I don't know. He he sort of has he has a sort of eye on social media, and he's definitely that's what it is. He's the, very he's tech like savvy. A hip, he's the hipster in Wil Wilco, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, but he's really he's really lovely, and um, we just had a great time with him. And here is our conversation. With Michael Jorgensen. He's somebody that we love. Uh, we love the band. We love him. We are so excited to be here with Michael Jorgensen. Hi. Hi. It's so cool. We're here at the Wiltern. We're backstage. We're a, a new band today that Michael, uh, you really brought this all together. You really brought these guys. Because I brought, I, I had, I, I, I had one, um, I had a Mark Hart. And then I had a Michael Jorgensen. And then Michael had um, Eric and Orfeo. And now... We have, um, what do you think our band name should be? I don't know. We, we were sort of toying around with uh, Chose Before Bros. Yeah, I think that's it's good. A wordy, but. Chose Before Bros is. It rhymes. Um, it, it rhymes, rhymes. nicely. Because Margaret fits into many, because, well, you know, she wants to join Wilco, which we all know. Right. So she's Will yes. Cho. Will Cho. And, um, and I said last night she could be, she could do something with Noel Gallagher and make it Cho Aces. <laughs> yes. And there's the Choachella. 
music festival every year. Coachella, yes, Coachella. Yeah, but this one, I don't know. I think um, I like I like it. I think I think shows before bros is good. It's good. It's it came together so beautifully. Did you know that it was going to be so great when you brought this band together? No, but I, I my assumption was that this is probably going to be pretty awesome. I yeah, mean, I didn't. Of course, I didn't know because I'd never met Mark before. Mm-hmm. Um, I've played with Eric, um, going all the way back to high school. Yeah, back in New Jersey, and uh, I just met Orfeo mm-hmm. uh, as I now live in in Ojai, California. Yeah, the past year, and uh, he's been he's been living there as well, uh, and just moved into a new place and. We just we've sort of become friends just by the nature of the small town. Yeah. And I was like, do you want to come play a song in LA <laughs> in a week or two weeks or whenever it was that you emailed me about mm-hmm. this? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, it sounds like fun. It's like, great. Let's That's do it. That's so cool. And then did he say, what's the song? <clears throat> what's yeah. it called? No, he did. I was like, I was like emailing it to you shortly. And I didn't. <laughs> I didn't preface it at all. Uh-huh. I was just like, here's the song. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't say like, oh, by the way, it's sort of like, you know, it's a funny song, you know. Yeah. It's like, it like sort of, it's, there's a, it's a kind of a comedy number, but just, so he's like, and he wrote back, he's like, this is fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. But, but I love it. I love but, it. But you had an ulterior motive too for, um, you kind of said it on stage, well, or maybe you were joking too about, 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 about really getting a, a huge sound for this band, right? Well, Tonight. You all, because you asked me about it, I was like, oh, well, maybe, maybe, maybe it's because I'm going to have to kind of like one up my, 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 my boys and Wilco. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is, a, it is a battle of the bands with the, the, the Glenn Cochie, John Stewart. That was Chicago. A good they came out and joined us. In, and it was special to have them in Chicago. Yeah, of But course. you thought, I'm going to give them, I'm going to, are you going to call them straight afterwards and go, man, we, we, uh, we, we blew you guys away? No, of course I won't say that. Is it, is it, is it a competition within the band, like on, on these, on these like other projects? Like, oh, oh no. I, it seems like you always get along. Yeah, of course. I mean, and then everybody's, so, solo projects, side project, other projects, whatever you want to call them, are all super diverse and mm-hmm. and, and 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 really good and unique unto themselves. Right. Outside of right what Wilco is, yeah, and that's really, I mean, that's what, so a testament to what great artists you all are in your own right, and that's really an exciting thing. Um, we're just wondering um, if uh, any comedian has given such an effort in trying to create their own Wilco side project as we have. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's a any, new category. It's a new category for I sure. Can, I can't think of any other comedian that, I mean. Well, it's a comedy thing. And also, like, that's the one thing Wilco needs is, is, a, is a woman's touch, which Margaret mm-hmm. definitely gives to to the band. Absolutely. Because um, it's it's very blokey in the crowd. It's a lot too. of guys. Does it get oh, yeah. messy at the loft? Sort of. No, not really. I mean, probably not. <laughs> messy. I, I mean, we're all sort of like neat per- people. It's not like mm-hmm. there's there's not like oh, you can see like <laughs> you know like you know somebody's art. You can tell who's been here because there's a huge mess. You yeah, know, it's just like everybody like cleans up after themselves. It's very respectful. I I want to. We, we travel so closely, right, for so long together that it's just a sort of like a you know a coping not a coping mechanism, but it's it's a it's a way to to survive being so cooped up and close to each other for so long. Like, oh, you just got to be compartmentalized. Right. You can't have pranks. Like, if I if I was on tour with you guys, I would try to short sheet Nell's bed. 
<laughs> That's what I would do. Well, Nels and I, Nels is in the bunk above me. Mm-hmm. And we're both tall people, as Glenn is as well. Mm-hmm. And we do not, I can't sleep completely straight mm-hmm. in my bunk on the bus. Right. I have to be on my side with my knees bent, sort of slightly fetal position. Yes, um, yes. Because like the, the bunks are probably like five foot 11, five foot 12, and I'm 6'1". Oh. oh, no. And Glenn and, and Nels are also over six feet, so we have to like sort of hunch. It's like a pod. So like when you get to a hotel room, you're like, ah, oh, this is amazing. I can actually like extend my. Feet. Do you have a lot of the hotel days, or do you mostly do the bus? Because you guys don't have a lot of time between the gigs. I notice. Um, it's probably on average like two or three nights in a hotel mm-hmm. to four nights on the bus in mm-hmm. a week. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's more, sometimes it's less. Yeah. But it's it's sort of nice to be on the bus. And just have like on the Dylan tour this summer, there are lots of times we were just like way out of town and not close to anything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let's get an Apple TV. And then it was like YouTube video, you know, sparring. <laughs> oh, oh that's great. Oh, yeah. That's great. What do you guys watch on the, on the, on the bus? Uh, is it like everybody gets a choice for 10 minutes of what they watch? Is it, is it democratic? No, it's just because it, like N- Nels is not going to. Show us a YouTube video. He's always welcome. Yeah, he's always welcome, and 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 he always welcomes our you know choices and is, is very like <laughs> sympathetic to it all. Yes. Um, <laughs> but uh, there's a there's a website called Network Awesome, and they like as a sort of like a YouTube curation site, mm-hmm. and they have tons of amazing YouTube videos of mostly older material probably because of like copyright issues would be my guess but Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's an amazing live music archive of just like you know midnight special type oh yeah like live shows oh that's great 70s and there's just 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 like page after page after page and so like we'll watch some of those things that's what happens with youtube you start watching one and you see the that the thing i get stuck on the prank call ones uh uh, which you know it's like they're kind of juvenile but you really get into them and then uh and the news anchors swearing oh yeah you spend hours on that one and then the great music yeah uh uh, clips from like midnight special and stuff like that you can just spend all night absolutely doing that and on the bus that just makes the time go by yeah but it's like the the well, i remember the one that i saw wilco in a youtube video it was like a very long video it was a concert that they'd done at the victoria theater in chicago i think and it was probably 1994 95 victoria theater i mean that's before my time but i don't yeah. know where that is it was um the vic theater or the vic theater oh, the vic oh the sure vic. right um and it, it but it was they uh, jeff had a cowboy hat and it was john in the band i think it was it was jay um and it was, uh, I, I don't, yeah, I don't remember, but it was so, it, everybody looked so embryonic and so cute. <laughs> right. And it like was so, it was like the Muppet baby version of the band. <laughs> and it was so cute. Um, but I get stuck on all the, the, the sort of older music videos and stuff. When did you join Wilco? I came on in 2002. I was working at a recording studio in Chicago mm-hmm. and uh, called Soma Electronic Music Studios. Um, I almost, it's, all, it's, at the, it's at the point now where it's like, don't look for it. It's not there anymore because <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, they're about to close, close operations there. Um, but I had been working there and then playing music in Chicago. And uh, I met 
Jeff and Jim O'Rourke when they mixed Yankee Hotel Foxtrot at mm-hmm. Soma. So mm-hmm. I was listening to all that stuff. Yeah. For the first time, almost before anybody else. And um, I just remember being so struck by, like, wow, this is really kind of remarkable and extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, like this is, it just reminded me, like, this is why I got into music to, like, get that feeling, you know, like, when, when music is really good and just affects you on that immediate level and just like, wow, I want to, I want to be part of this. This is really, really kind of incredible. So exciting. I know that album is really so phenomenal and it really, it just, there's so many different things going on. Uh, there, there is the incredible songs and then there's this really, the ambient sound and then also the way it's sequenced. And it just, I mean, it's really a masterpiece. It's really fantastic. And it's all because I was in the office. <laughs> Checking, you, making you, sure the you, QuickBooks was balanced. And, you know. you, your contributions yeah. can't be looked yeah. over in, in, in the success of the album. Absolutely. I, and, 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 I mean, and the artistic I've, success. I've just said as much, so there you go. But it's, it's, it's great. And then I, I love watching you because you're like, you do things like, I, one time we were watching you and you had a pillow yeah. on the key, what, and we were like, what if, I thought it was a, like a, a chamois that you were sham-wowing yeah, yeah. the keyboard. No, it's just, uh, it's, it's for the song Shot in the Arm, mm-hmm. which is a song that we've played at least as many times as Jesus, etc. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think those two are like the top two um, requests or, or yes. songs that we play every night. And I remember playing it and just sort of wanting to just get a little wilder and then I just did the pillow thing one night just because it was, it was a, like somebody had given me this pillow with some owls embroidered on it and I was like I'll just smash the keys with this and then it's sort of like you know it gets a little bit of, of reaction and it's that showbiz loop mm-hmm. <laughs> where it's like I do something response oh do it again <laughs> and then like oh I can escalate it and then it's turned into this thing that now Nels and I have this sort of you know choreographed jump that we do right before the big big ending comes in and mm-hmm. And I feel locked into it now. You know, I probably yeah. could play the song without doing all these sort of theatrics. Mm-hmm. But it's sort of it's fun and it's, it's fun, just right? rock and roll. It's it's kind of you know just brings it back to a primal like physicality. Yeah, it brings back the physicality of it because as a keyboard player, you're not running around. You don't get to duck walk mm-hmm. <laughs> with right. the keyboard. Right. You know, and I'm not going to do a Jerry Lee Lewis kind of thing with the feet on the piano. Yeah. It's like it's a very it's not a very physical process to play keyboards, mm-hmm. you know. So you welcome that moment, too. Yeah, exactly, because it's like, oh, I can actually move, I can stand up. What about a keytar? Have you ever used a keytar? I gave my keytar to you had a Mike Score. Have you ever used one? <laughs> I have in high school. Okay. At a, a talent show. Because Margaret had one and she gave it away. Well, I gave it to Flock she of Seagulls. It to Flock I gave it to Seagulls. Flock of Seagulls because they lost all their gear. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, they lost all of their gear when they were doing some like shows. Like all their vintage Yeah, gear? all their gear. And so then I felt bad, you know, and so then I, I sent, I had a Roland um, Lucina uh, keytar, which I never play, and then I thought, I, I'm going to send this to, to Mike Score. Took a little while because he's a bad at giving addresses. Let me just say that he just it, 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 was, it took it was, some time. It was an, that's, a, that's another. That'll be a whole episode. That's his own. That, that's own thing. That but you know, he's very he's but very nice. But he are, are you uh, is is are, are owls your thing? Because whose owl is that? It's like is it a, a crocheted owl that hangs off yeah, your? It's 
I can't remember if with the eyes and the eyes blink. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's so mesmerizing. Well, it, it's I don't remember where it came from, but macrame owls is just like a thing from the seventies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sort of like pop cultural event that you may or may not have taken part of, or your parents may have participated right. in. And uh, I remember, I remembered them at some point. I was like, God, macrame owls, right? That was a big thing. I hadn't thought about it in a long time, and. And uh, at the loft, there's a uh, across the street. There's a thrift shop, which is the best resource. I yeah. mean, we've gotten guitars there, but I was like, oh, maybe there's a maybe there's a macrame owl at the thrift shop across the street. <laughs> and sure enough, there no. was. You saw that, and, and there were and there was one there. Yeah, that's the kind of thing that I feel like you'd have to go to Athens, Georgia, to buy. Yeah, one of their thrift stores. Yeah, stores you have to it get was like one. right across the street. Yeah. And then, uh, so I was like, all right, well, this will be a little mascot. And then for a while, we were like hanging it on a, on a, like the, a pipe for the, th- like a theater curtain would, would hang on. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like at a certain part of the show, we, our lighting guy would focus a light and the, the owl would drop down. And it was this hilarious, like anti-climax moment where it was like, all right, bring in the owl. And it was like this small little oh. thing hanging down that got lit. And, That's and that, so great. And that was it. And then, so it just sort of became a mascot. And the eyes uh, was from a few, like, I think it was the last time we were in Japan. It was a, uh, we played Fuji Rock, and it was really fast. Or maybe two times ago, it doesn't matter. But it was like, we flew in, the next day we drove to the festival, and then the day after that we flew back. You know, wow. So like going to yeah. Japan, long flight and like super jet lag. And, mm-hmm. um, but we've, we've been enough times that I'm like familiar enough to just be able to like, okay, I want to go here, and I got to go here, and I got to here, and I get back to the hotel and by four o'clock because we're going to drive to get the bus to go it's to the It's the efficiency festival. you get on the road, right? Yeah. yeah. It's efficiency and then like abject laziness. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At the same time, you're like, I'm so tired. I don't want to do anything. But I was like, I'm in Japan. I've got a child now. I've got to go buy some toys. Mm-hmm. So I went to Kitty Land, which is in the uh, Harajuku neighborhood, which is north of Shibuya where uh, we were staying. And I went and I, I was just like looking around, sort of like jet lag dazed, you know, trying to stay awake. And I was like, what are those things? Like, uh, no, I'm not going to get them. Like, it was like two, like 20 bucks or 30 bucks. And I was like, uh, I'll, just, I'll just get those the next time we come for some reason. Like, so I went back to the hotel. <laughs> we went back to the, we did the festival. And then coming back, uh, I was on the bus and I was like, Going to the airport, I was like, "Man, I fucking should have gotten those those eyes." <laughs> why did I? Why did I not? Why did you get them when so, you were standing in front yeah, of? Yeah, I know. It's just so silly. And I was like, uh, I asked uh, my keyboard tech Travis, who was staying in Japan for another f- several days, um, playing s- some gigs, and I was like, "Man." I know this is outside of your job description, but could you go to the store and buy these for me? And I'll, I'll pay you back, and I get you and reimbursed you and everything. And he totally went and picked him up for me, and he brought him back. And then we didn't know until we like plugged them in or put the batteries inside and turned them on that they would blink simultaneously because all the you know the instructions and are all in Japanese. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I'm like, oh look, they blink. Oh, let's put batteries <laughs> in. It's like, how is this working? They're not connected together, uh-huh. but they blink simultaneously and irregularly. Uh-huh. So one, they'll just both blink, like we would blink. Right. Yeah. And his program is so. There must be some sort of radio transmitter in there. Wow. And I was like, we need to put these on the owl. <laughs> <laughs> I love the the work that goes into that. That's amazing. I mean, it's 
I guess that sounds like a lot of work, but it was like, oh, let's do that. Well, it's, oh, no, it's, a, it's a creative process. I, <laughs> yeah. I, it's like it was like an art project. But then there's there's funny moments that happen as a result because I don't see it because it's in front of me. Yeah, I'm sitting yeah. on my keyboard and I always forget that it's there because because it's just out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. And then I think it was we did the Austin City Limits TV show in 2012 or 2011, and we uh, got the sort of the rough cut of the video. Mm-hmm. back and uh <laughs> during the sort of very sort of like pensive like like very uh pensive slow intro of Nels's guitar solo in impossible germany mm-hmm. like it's like him just like starting off and it's like just really like this wonderful emotional moment the camera like sort of tracks back and there's the owl just blinking <laughs> <laughs> And Nels is completely unaware of it and not, not even thinking about it. But to me, it was just like, it was, that was hilarious. And mm-hmm. I think that they may have cut around that because yeah. it was like, you might want to not yeah, have that yeah. owl blinking during the. I loved it though. Cause I was, well, I was transfixed. You can't, I couldn't take my eyes off it for a, a good portion of it. Cause once you see it, you're like, oh, the thing, oh, the eyes move. Oh, that's wild. <laughs> right. So I didn't know that it was a several piece. Yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, concoction. Uh, work. Mm. Yeah. That's fantastic. Now is that the owl from the uh, Jeff Tweedy guitar strap? No, those are that's a, those are different owls. That's from a company in Chicago called Soldier, mm-hmm. but spelled S O U L D E R, like Soul Soldier. Yeah, and it's just sort of a coincidence that she had this vintage. I think it's German mm-hmm. strap fabric. Yeah, oh, okay. and uh, it's like we have to have that. Owl. Yes, I, I have that that strap. I have the Pat's strap, the Sam, Samson strap, and the Stewart strap. I think you know, I use the Stewart one you a know, lot. I have a strap. You do? I do. A keyboard strap? No, it's a guitar. Strap. It's a guitar strap. There's it's a got my signature on it. What? Uh, you guys oh, all have a, a line of straps you know, for for instruments, there. right? Oh, you have one too. I do. Oh my goodness, I have to get that one. That that's what you're gonna. That's your. That's like your, you know, college tuition for your tra- children. On well, eBay, like super rare. It's, 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 oh, so it's a really rare, rare. Oh, it's not on the site. It might not be, but they do exist. We we uh, we went through the site. We bought a lot of gear. I bought everything on that site. <laughs> I literally everything except for the. Um, are you oh, wearing? I have. See, I have the Glenn Clochi. Uh, oh, right, the cricket wristbands. Cricket wristbands. I have this. Uh, did and you buy white. them or did he give you that? Uh, he gave me this one. Um, but I also have. Um, I I don't have the stick bag. The Clo- Kochi stick bag. But, but you have sticks. But I have the new sticks um, that but he gave he me. Gave you, yeah. right. But I I, uh, I did not find any uh, Michael Jorgensen straps. I would have bought th- that strap, but I'll have to now look for it. Maybe they only made some for like, oh, here's this. This is what we're making. And they're like, just make five. For <laughs> <laughs> just give them to him so he thinks that we're selling these. Well, Nels doesn't have a strap. Really? I don't believe Nels has a strap. I'm no. Impressed. No. I mean, no. Because we all have, I mean... They all have those straps. They all use them. Possibly, mm-hmm. uh, it's sold out, and maybe That's yours is also more the yours more is sold out as well. Yeah, because I have all of them. <laughs> uh huh. Well, yeah. they're, they're uh, yeah. The, the the I have the the Wilco scarf. I have um, all of the, the sheet music. She had um, the hoodie, which she. Does it still work? Is uh, it still is it still together? With the w? Yes, I have the, the W. w hoodie, I have it in a couple fantastic. of sizes. I have a couple of them, and I have also the new jacket, the the new um, kind of canvas coat. Yeah, the sort of padded coat um, in the yellow and the white threads. Well, we joked about how um, we bought so much Wilco wear that it looks like this tour is sponsored by the band. 
Yeah. It looks like, yeah, <laughs> we, we wear so much. So now, um, yeah, this is our pitch to be a part of the solid sound. <laughs> right. I, I mean, I, I don't know right. what other comedians have given as much of a um, push. I don't know if Todd Berry's done this. I don't know if, uh, yeah. But Todd Berry only had a bit on his album. Yes, he, he has a bit on his album. Band. Yeah, yeah. And it, does, and it doesn't really, it's not really even a joke, right? No, it's, a, it's just a, it's just a sort of effusive um, joy of music yeah. that he has. Um, but yeah, we want to be involved. We want to be in business with you guys, which... Um, come come podcast at the at I know the, the manager, so I'll, I'll put you guys in touch. <laughs> come, and, come, and, come and we'll make videos too. Yeah. Yes. We have video ideas. And we will reduce our rate dramatically. <laughs> <laughs> my, well, my rate is really low. Right. But my no, like, rate like is... We could reduce your rate to like, we could just give you merch yeah. for free. We We wouldn't even <laughs> actually need any merch because we already have it. So all oh, we would right. need to do is just say, but, "Oh, like you can future, do it." Future merch is what. I'm future merch, yes. Oh yeah, we we, we, we can. It's coming out. We can. We'll, we'll we will work do for it. Future merch. I will. I will because that is actually better for me because I'm going to buy it anyway. <laughs> so I would. I would do it for future merch and uh, just to be able to say that I could hang out with you guys for the weekend and also see all your different projects, which you have another band that you did a show last night. Yeah. Too. So that's your other. Are you guys touring with that too? Uh, no. It's uh, something that I'm just sort of, it's a brand new thing for me. I'm um, mm-hmm. just, no guitars, no drums. It's just electronics. It's great. The album is great. Thank you. We really, really love it. We have it in our pre-show music. Yeah, we've, we've got a nice little mix of the stuff that we like and also a lot of people that we've interviewed through the year. And we've put uh, Don't Wait is okay. on the track. So when people walk in, they get to hear a bit of you. It's funny, that song starts, like it, it's initial... Life cycle was a uh, a Neil Young kind of acoustic guitar. Really, like mm. uh, old man. No, not old man. Um, like out on the weekend. Like it's. Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like that sort of like doom doom da ba You know, it has that's how it started. And then I was like, oh, I'm so bored. I'm not Neil Young. <laughs> I don't. I don't aspire to be like that i mean of course i would love to be that great but it's not me and so I do you play guitar i do yeah so it's like i'm just going to get rid of the guitar and what if i put synthesizers on this and just replace the guitars with synthesizers hey this sounds great Mm -hmm. oh boy i've got a lot of work to do i have have all the rest of these songs to figure out the sort of new treatment for it's great but i love it i love it because it's to me it's like a really it's inspired for me like it's like two-way army you know, like Gary Newman, like friends, our friends Electric or like Cars, all those great songs. They're mm-hmm. just really, I mean, I love that. I love, I love that kind of music. It's so, it's so evocative and it's so modern, really. And yeah, but it's funny because like, you listen to that stuff and you're like, God, this is 30 years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's not that new. No. It doesn't sound, doesn't sound like the future. I, well, no, it still does sound like the future, yeah. but you know, the sort of the future from, Jeff calls it the good old future. Yeah, the good old future. <laughs> it's like very cool. Have you been doing stuff with theremins, or you've been you've posted some stuff about theremins? Yeah, uh, I was involved in a an art show slash performance series uh, slash something else in New York uh, last month in October that was sponsored by the the label that I'm on now uh, called Butterscotch Records. And the, the, the head of the label is this guy, Alan Farmello. And he's a recording engineer in Brooklyn. And he had a custom console built for him by this, uh, this guy named Francois Chambard. 
and <clears throat> to look at it, it's like, oh my God, like if you could go buy recording and music gear in like design within reach, you know, or, uh, or like, like some vintage mid century catalog, like this is what the thing looked like. It's like, there's no other precedent for this thing. It's like, wow, like music equipment that like looks amazing and is like design worthy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I need to meet this guy. And he, this guy, Francois, then built what is now my, my keyboard stand for Wilco. Oh, okay. Um, and it's like a custom, like, high design keyboard stand. And he's, so this guy, Francois, is obviously very interested in music and furniture and design. He, uh, got the idea to make theremins with just like a completely amazing array of, uh, of housings, like different, structures to Mm -hmm. put them in and so i think he made 12 altogether and they're all super different but they all work they're all like operating like real deal theremins but they don't look like the sort of standard like the hoop on the Mm -hmm. on the bottom and then the antenna that goes up they're just like they look you know like little like one looks like an owl and another looks like sort of like an abstract andy warhol Uh and another looks like you know like an old like radio from the 50s or something and um I don't play a theremin. It's really hard to do very well as like mm-hmm. any musical instrument right. usually is. Um, but they did have some, some performers like using these theremins and performing with them. They brought a piano in and, um, there was a couple of like duets of theremin and piano. And then, uh, I played a show as well with my friend Greg O'Keefe, who I made this record with. And, um, and I made this, this sort of command decision like, you know what? I have been keeping this dance music dogs at bay my whole life. And I am now just giving up <laughs> or not giving up, but like giving I'm, in. I'm welcoming, I'm yeah. welcoming them. I was like, let's just like make dance music versions of the stuff that's on this record. And so we played our show and you know, when I play a solo show, it's a lot different than a Wilco show, as you may imagine. Mm-hmm. It's not the sort of, uh, you know, I don't have the same kind of cultural vector, yeah. That Jeff and, and Wilco has, has, has developed, you know. So I feel like I'm always starting from from scratch. I was like, look, nobody, nobody's going to complain mm-hmm. <laughs> that these versions don't match the record because it just has come out. And I was like, let's just do it. And now that's really outside of Wilco, like for my own personal music, that's what I'm just like, this is really, I feel like I found the thing that like, oh, this is what I'm, I sort of am, am uh good at and just i feel like it's gonna happen yeah for me it's exciting it's really exciting yeah it's just like completely like no more guitars no more you know i mean i play piano at home and Mm -hmm. you know with my son and we sing songs and uh but for like music that i want to do outside of wilco it's just like Bring on the oons. I love it. <laughs> well, we we can't wait to watch it. We're gonna we're gonna come and see. We want to come see you in Ohio, and then we'll definitely see you at Solid Sound. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Solid Sound. I may just you know be up there twiddling knobs. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be awesome. And 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 tonight <laughs> is gonna be great. And what we want to do, we want to make sure people know how they can find out about your shows. You you tweet a lot. I do. You can be reached at uh, uh, your Twitter handle. What is your Twitter handle? It's, it's just Michael Jorgensen. It's at Michael Jorgensen. Yeah, at Michael Jorgensen. And then um, you're also on Instagram. Yeah, same, same. And handle. it's um, and uh, it's 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 I don't know. It's so exciting to play with you. I'm like so. I'm super thrilled so about good. this. Yeah, I'm no, super it, thrilled. It's a. Uh, 
I think it also is is a sort of uh, a a, um, a result of the Dylan tour. We, yes. we had so many new songs, and it was like learning a new like maybe two or three new songs per yeah. show, and not really having tons of time. Mm-hmm. So, like the sort of you know you just have to like do it. Yeah, you have to just make it happen. Yeah, you, know, you can't get nervous. You can't worry about it. You just gotta like, okay, this is it. I'm, I might mess this up. <laughs> probably not. It's no, probably be fine. it's great. But it and all goes in the spirit of it too. Yeah, like, yeah. And there were so many great. That's what we love. There's so many great collaborations with you guys in my morning jacket and all the wonderful <clears throat> guests. And, yeah. So uh, like, but it just sort of keeps your your brain firing on that like, you know, like immediate. Like, let's just do it. Like, oh wow, songs are really short. You know, mm-hmm. like to watch music or to watch a show or to listen to a record, like it feels a lot longer. But when you're doing it, like it's over in an instant. Yeah. Like, oh right, that's a song. It's really, it's kind of short. Yeah. Yeah. But we 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 are so I'm so excited. It's going to be. Sounded great. I was I'm you know I'm really I'm very flattered that you asked. And, Thank uh, you. And, and I'm you know so happy to that you were so sort of sympathetic to putting a little band together. Yeah. Like, I was like, I don't wanna, it's I don't, the best. I don't want to overstep my bounds. I, you know, I just don't, no, it's you know. perfect. I mean, of no, course, we know you, and I was just like, I just hope that, like, I think this could be really cool, and you know, I'm glad you you had this idea to do the other song, which yeah. I don't know if we should talk about it or we should leave. Well, we'll just at this point, you could, at you this could point, mention it, yeah. yeah, we're gonna yeah. do a song. We're gonna do um, "Free Nelson Mandela," which is one of my favorite songs, and also we're just doing a, sort of a little bit of a new treatment on it. It's my dream come true. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to blow the audience away because it's just, you know, it's so... Well, as of this recording, he just passed away yesterday. Yes. And it's a nice it's beautiful. I think, I think it's going to be great because I just listening to you guys playing it, it just, everything, it just sounds like you guys have all done this Yeah. yeah. so much. Right. You know, it sounds so really tight. So I'm and really to, proud. To come in and, and you brought in your guys and then Mark Hart from Crowded House. It's a perfect... It just sounds yeah. fantastic. It's the best band. we got to have a band. I know. This is our band. Bros before chose. Chose before bros. Chose before bros. Chose before bros. Chose before bros. Perfect. Because all well, you thank guys, you. all you guys were so uh, really, really like. Re- I mean, you guys are like so genuine and cool, and 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 good dudes at Wilco. But you guys were so nice to us this summer. We really appreciate it. Oh man, yes. it's you know, there's no. It doesn't seem like there makes much sense to be any other way. Yeah. <laughs> well, but not everybody is. That's the thing. You I, know? I, I know. But it, again, it's like it. It doesn't you, seem like a big deal, but some people are assholes, right? Yeah, I, I just I, that's one way you could live your life. You know. <laughs> but this is this is really magnificent. We can't wait. So thank um, you so I'm much, so Michael. I'm so thrilled to be here, and I'm I'm psyched I'm that so this happy. has all kind of come together so quickly and so awesome. It's gonna sound great. Thank you. Uh, thank you.